Yeah, text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Dickerson, Cavalli, Hathorne, Beck told here with you on the Fan Morning Show. Uh, to clear something up, I know who Roger Craig is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I you do. I was a running back growing up. I knew every running back from like 1978 all the way until I was playing running back in like 94. I could name yeah. every running back. I knew who he was. I just didn't know what his numbers would be in comparison to Christian McCaffrey. You know how. Give uh, me a break. You know how um, Austin sometimes they put up videos of a key segment of the. Yes. Well, I do think he should put up when I said something to the fact of Fetish, Vernon Davis. Fetish. No, Vernon Davis. And that look that Doran gave me. Like, hey, nobody did that before Vernon Davis. Just the look you gave me, like, kid. You By the serious? way, Jordan, who is who is your tailback growing up? Like, who is Eddie George? Nice, Eddie George. There's no. Well, I know I didn't even yeah, look. I didn't put two two together. Eddie George. Yes, uh, I had posters of him all over my room. I got to meet him whenever I was playing for the Titans. One of the best people. So nice. He's the biggest human being I think I've ever seen. He said yeah, to me, shoulders are like this wide. I met him during training camp in 2014 when I was playing for the Titans, uh, and it was like a, it was an awesome moment for me. And he was like, "You play tight end." And I was like, yeah. He's like, you'd, you'd block for me? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, all right. Because he was like literally 10 times bigger than I was. He thought that I was small. But Good that's dude. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Good Very, dude. very nice guy. He was joking around. But he was my absolute favorite growing up. And the bus, obviously. Bettis. So I didn't know who Roger Craig was. Cavalli. It's not me. It's some text guy. Then you just sit offline. You're like, am I getting that? Am I that old guy that only brings up '80s players? Yeah, I've I've come to the conclusion. The longer I pay attention to actually what I say is everything's surrounded 1985 for me. Seems like it's like it. the only year that matters for me. Every movie that I like is 1985. Weird this song, science. 1985. <laughs> you remember Rocky 1985? Four. I mean, what did happen in 1985? What a heck of a year. Karate, Karate Kid, 84, 84, 85, 84, 85. Now, if I'm watching Beverly Hills Cop, 85. You know, I was eighty four. Whatever, same. We're in I was same negative sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> you got Rocky four in eighty five. You have Weird Science in eighty five. You have Back you. to the Future in eighty five. Telling you, eighty five is the year. It was all right. Like plus and Rain Man over there naming all these eighty five movies. I, I swear to goodness, if there's one thing on this earth, I have a weird thing to me that I can remember eighties and nineties movies. The years that they eighty five horror movie. Um, uh, Return of the Living Dead. It has to be a Friday the 13th. Wow. I, I could name I could tell you every year Friday the 13th, every single one that ever came out. It's weird. I've always been like that ever since I was little. I could say, tell you what year movies come out. Like, I mean, Terminator, 84. Wow. Like, bang. It's weird. I know. And once again, that 84, 85 range. Heck of a year. You said 85. 84, 85, 86, right in that range. How you old were you? Right during my uh, athletic peak. <laughs> How old <laughs> <laughs> I went downhill since then. Van Morrison brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Uh, is it going to go downhill for the Steelers at the wide receiver position? Who should they uh, target now that Frisbee Jackson is out? Heinz Ward's name is being brought up. Randall L's name, I, I brought that up yesterday. He's the receiver coach for the Detroit Lions, but you could give him a promotion and say that he's pass game coordinator, which that doesn't really mean anything. Uh, but that is a promotion. It's not a lateral move. What direction do they need to go in? Do they need somebody that's stern to go in there and fix the culture in the wide receiver room? Or should they get a up-and-comer, X's and O's, uh, young college wide receiver that can bring in a, a fresh voice? Which, which direction do they need to go? Well, I think they should come with an older gentleman who needs to – From 85? Yeah. <laughs> 85 would be an older gentleman. 
Not if he was born then. Maybe when he wait, graduated wait, wait, high wait, school. Wait, 80, 84 and 85, so you bring up those years. 86, dude. Okay. Well, Mary Lemieux, uh, Michael Jordan, both drafted. I mean, everything, I'm, you're starting to believe me that that was like the pinnacle of the. I, I'm believing you because I had I have no recollection of that. You do. Like, Are you born then? Uh, 88. Uh, of course you have no recollection right. of Right. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you could be lying. You could, I don't know. I, I would know bring things that were maybe there. bring in. Uh, yeah, Heinz Ward, eighty six. He's number eighty six. There you go. Now I think the, I don't think they need to bring in a guy who is, you know, teaching guys how to run routes and, and catch the ball and get up field and depth of thing. I think they need a guy to control the room and and more or less not be a dictator, but not allow things to get out of control, which is easier said than done. I mean, you got a couple of established guys that are. What are you going to do? Get rid of them? So I think that's the route you have, and and to be able to move on from Frisman Jackson in February. What is it? Fourth, fifth? Well, it must mean they have somebody in mind, or in house? No, they already know who that where they're going. I don't think they're all of a sudden okay. Let's talk to the coach. These coaches a month later. I don't think he's going to be able to stay here. So I think they have somebody in mind, and it's just a matter of time before they announce it. I would imagine there would be hundreds of resumes from colleges, given that the flow from college to the NFL and guys wanting to get into the NFL. Hines makes a ton of sense to me because he's a guy who's won a title. He's won it at wide receiver. He's done it in that building. Um, you can put on his tape. You can search it, and you can find highlights of him anywhere doing all kinds of things, not just – the backside block that's that's illegal anymore, but making catches, smiling after, you know, when he gets up from making a play, like I think, and he had to work for it. So I, I think he would bring help bring that discipline. He's had some coaching experience, not a ton, but I don't think you need a ton of, to your point, X's and O's experience. The discipline in the room, a guy that they would respect. You know what helps with discipline? Somebody they respect. Mm-hmm. And I think instantly they would respect Someone like what Heinz Ward did. Oh, Mark, what about Ocho Cinco? You serious? What number did he wear? What's his name? Oh, he is 85, right? Mm. I thought you meant the Steelers wide receiver coach. Steve That's Smith. what I'm talking about. Steve Smith, Steve 85? Smith? He's 89. Yeah, yeah. there's two guys I would not go near. Steve Smith is actually one that I would. Really? Yeah, for real. He's buddies with Mike. And he's, he's t- you know, he's... And he hated Matt Canada, so... He's he's to the point. Like I mean, he, he he played that way. He still acts that way. Whenever you see him up on uh, an NFL network, he's a no nonsense type wide receiver. And uh, I think that if he were to like, you wouldn't ask him like we're talking about to like, yeah. okay, as X's and O's, like you need to get these guys uh, running different routes better. You got to do this. Like no, he would go in there and be a culture, no nonsense builder. That I would reach out to him. And you have you did bring up a good point. Whoever it is, has got to have. Mike's got to have their back to where these receivers can't go to Mike Tomlin and say, oh, and then Mike come back and say, hey, why don't you lay off on this guy? Or it's okay that he he misses this or is late for that. Like, that's got to be something that's across the board. Steve Smith has made $70 million in his career. You think he just wants to get paid nine hundred? million? Arthur old? Smith could sit at home yeah. and be a billionaire. What I'm saying is do you think that he's willing to – Work a hundred hour weeks. I don't know. And he works for the NFL that's, Network. I mean, that's why I do think that a lot of star receivers, star players in general, are not coaches because don't need to. Yeah, you got you got the seventy million bucks I made right here. What do I need to work a hundred hours? Well, I would like to, 
Like you want to be people want Ben to be offensive coordinator or whatever. He'd probably be great at it. Are you going to put in the freaking hundred hour weeks? No way. Got three hundred million bucks in the bank. They're going to be tempted by college coaches. The I man. think they have their guy in mind. It's just a matter of waiting to make it sound like they're doing their due diligence. I think they know who they got. Who, who they're, who's going to be the coach? It's just a matter of, or they wouldn't have moved on. You don't fire someone and say, "Okay, now let's see who we want." Right, Arthur Smith. Doing. Arthur Smith might come in and goes, "I really want this guy." So maybe you look at some past receivers coaches for him, and that will lead you to where you need to go. T.J. Yates was his receiver coach. Yep. Who probably was quarterback at Carolina, right? Uh, North Carolina, yeah. You know, you know, you know how with them in Houston. Two for one, baby. That is receiver slash quarterback coach. Pass game coordinator, baby. Pass game coordinator. That would make some sense. Is that a rumor? Is that a well? He was his. He was his receiver coach in Atlanta. Are you trying to make a joke? No. Yeah, see, that's like the third time today you try to. You're laughing. At your I'm laughing at my own joke. I'm trying to laugh so you realize that it's a joke. Next thing I know, I'm going to look on some blogger Twitter and saying that you said. That. <laughs> it, Court, you remember you said something? No, don't. No, no, I right? didn't. No, I didn't. That wasn't me. That, was, that was not me. Coming up next, the Penguins need to show some emotion, according to Mike Sullivan. Can they show that emotion tonight, and will that help them and vault them to? Uh, some successful wins to see if they could get into this playoffs of the NHL. We'll talk about that next, but first, the Bechtel headline. NFL announced that the Philadelphia Eagles will play on Friday night opening weekend of next season's NFL season, the 2024 year, with the Steelers as a potential opponent as Steelers are on the road against Philadelphia. Not sure who the Eagles might play yet, but Steelers are at play to potentially play in Brazil. Roger Goodell also said that the Super Bowl on a streaming service is certainly not a possibility, at least in his time as commissioner. And also in terms of the playoff game on Peacock, saying, quote, we have to fish where the fish are. Headlines of Robert Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. Hey, it's your pal Crowley here for Hampton Beer Outlet. I tell you all the time about the great prices at Hampton Beer Outlet. Well, the owner, my friend Bill Shaner, is really outdoing himself this weekend. Yangling Lager 24-pack can, $16.99. It's a $16.99 weekend at Hampton Beer Outlet. Natural Light 30-pack, $16.99. How about this? Keystone Light 30-pack, $16.99. PBR, Pabst Blue Ribbon, 30-pack, $16.99. Even Twisted T, 12-pack cans, just $16.99. Best prices around. Drive a little, save a lot this weekend at Hampton Beer Outlet, Route 8 in Hampton.